Hello and welcome everyone to the Beacon of Light podcast this evening. We are so excited that you are here this evening with a uh, very special guest and his name is Sheldon Crocker. So welcome everybody. And before we start talking to him, we want to make sure that we jump into this. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. And we are back. Welcome, everyone, again. And thank you, uh, Sheldon, for being here, being a part of the program this evening. Well, since we're started here, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Sheldon Rucker. Hello, April. Hello to your audience. Thank you very much for having me here. And it's my pleasure to be on such a beacon of hope and beacon of light podcast. Um, my name is Sheldon Crocker from Newfoundland, Canada. I'm a keynote speaker. I'm a published author. And I'm also a human integration specialist. Now, you may wonder what an integration specialist it is. Well, I believe we all have equal rights or we should all have equal rights i believe that we all have a place in this world and i believe that we all should see each other as equals so my duty that i feel is to bring people together and to share our commonalities not our differences i love that that concept of really leveling the playing field really at the heart of it we all are humanity together and finding connectiveness and understanding what our rights are is really a vital thing of, of great importance. And so Sheldon, what kind of started you along this road of wanting that to be something that you would talk about and speak about? Well, I grew up in, as an only child and I'm from a very small town and I have a physical disability. I'm physically unable to raise my arms above my chest. And when I was younger, the doctors told my parents that most likely I would never be able to walk on my own, where I had braces on my legs and a bar between my shoes connecting both of my feet until I was about six. So I was made fun of. I was picked on. I was bullied. And I didn't feel like I was valuable because of the way I was treated. So I come to realize years later, and I come to believe finally in myself, that we all have a purpose to be here. We all have a reason to be here. And I decided that it was time for me to start speaking up about it and sharing my story in order to help other people have the confidence to share their own. So I believe in what I do. And what I do is that I help empower others to see their own inner greatness, to reach their own goals and dreams and desires. Oh, that's wonderful. That whole concept is so important. And to <clears throat> go from some somebody that's been bullied and, and having that self-esteem and that self-worth and the value being really lowered to now changing that, how did you find your value <clears throat> when everything seems so dark? I I just believed that there was always, I was here for a reason. I didn't know what my purpose was. 
I didn't know what the reason was why I was here, but I knew that I was not just thrown into this world for no reason. And I discovered that I needed to find out what that was. I used to be homeless. I slept on the streets. I've eaten donuts off of sidewalks because I didn't have no money because of, I went through major addiction issues in the past. And I didn't have no sense of self-worth because even my own father used to tell me, you'll never be anything besides a disabled welfare bum. So I just knew that I had to be here for a reason. And I finally realized that one morning. My radio wasn't even plugged on, plugged in. And the song by the Beatles, Let It Be, came on. I still say to this day that my radio wasn't plugged in. And a bright flashing light flashed through my room. And I guess it was like the beacon of beacon of light, beacon of beacon of hope. And so yeah, I discovered that we all have a reason to be here. And I wanted to help others. Because I knew what it felt like myself to not feel valuable. That I didn't want anybody else to go through the things that I did. So I decided that it was my purpose to help others. Wow, what a story. That song, mm -hmm. Let It Be, what sparked something within that? Like, what was the message that you felt with that song? Well, I was actually supposed to be going to an addiction treatment center um, a few months before that, and I canceled. And I went back to my addiction instead. But while I was um, getting up one morning, I was supposed to be going again a few months later to another addiction treatment center. I was about to cancel when the taxi showed up to my door to pick me up and bring me. I was going to cancel, but I was getting breakfast. And the song just came on, and it's like, there will be an answer. Just let it be. And I decided to just let go at that moment and just open, my, open up my mind and open up my heart to taking in what was given to me and knowing that that song didn't just start playing for no reason. So I've always been close to that song because it means a lot to me about how there is always hope as long as we're willing to just let it be. Wow. When we do surrender like that, <laughs> it really opens up everything that can really happen. I am so glad to see that you made a decision and changed your life. How was that change? How did it, how did it come about? Is this part of, of the book and of the um, keynote speaking that you give to people. It's all a part of it. Yes. I, I come to find out many years later that um, after I gave up my addictions, after I finally went to a treatment center and discovered who I was and that I was here, my purpose was to help others is I got a phone call saying, would you like to come and speak at an event? here in the city where I live. And 
I just said, who me? Like, I can't speak in public. I got nothing to share. And the message was, yeah, Sheldon, you do. Yeah, Sheldon, you can. You've been through a lot. People need to hear your story. So just me knowing the response that I got after I stood on that first stage, which was only a short five years ago, six years ago, um, and knowing the reaction that I got and how there was a few people approaching me afterwards at different times saying that they were thinking about um, suicide, but listening to my talk stopped him from doing so. So it really gave me purpose to know that that's the reason why I do what I do. Wow. In that whole construct is something really powerful. And I think the, the confirmation when others share parts of their story because they were they related so much to yours, there's something that just really pushes forward. I think um, the idea and the incredible leap it takes of hope and of shining your light because we all have it within ourselves and finding it and then being brave enough to share it out because we kind of like to hide those things because we're worried that when we do the bullying can happen again we can be made fun of whatever it is and when we find ourselves thinking that way to push through that that's really powerful because the people in the end when they when they approach you and say thank you, there's just such a big, I think, just confirmation that, yeah, I'm on the right mm -hmm. path. So with that, when you go to speak to people, what is something that you share with them? Kind of like your key message. Well, one of the things is the importance of support and community in overcoming life's challenges. Positively influence the lives of many others, recognizing that there is, we can get by with a little help from our friends. And there is always somebody out there. You might have to search, you might have to look, but there is someone out there somewhere who's able to help you. Oh, I find that so true. And they, they want they want to help, they, they desire. And I think that meaning of, of service to others, of helping others is such, such a vital thing because we remove ourselves from ourselves, right? Addiction mm -hmm. and low self-esteem and depression has such a self-centered focus. And that it's tricky to say, right? Because some people might take that to mean something completely different but i hope you understand what i mean by that we are so self-focused when drugs addictions and depression are happening and swirling mm -hmm. and it just continues the spiral and when we can break out of that and start to help each other with support like you went to a treatment center with support of possible other doctors if you are having mental health struggles but still when you reach beyond yourself i think that's how you find yourself it, it it's a key point in so many things. So share with us what your book, Keep Walk, Keep On mm -hmm. Walking, is really all about. Well, thank you for asking. Um, Keep On Walking, a transformative and inspirational journey. My life has been an inspirational journey, as I've been told. 
and I know I've definitely transformed my life from what I was to what I am now. Um, keep on walking the gripping and transformative memoir that takes readers on extraordinary journal of journey of breaking free from social norms, childhood trauma, and personal expectations. It's about helping others to see the raw and candid reflections, weaving a narrative through the twists and turns that is in everybody's life. Because we all have stories we could tell, but through resilience and courage and help navigate through the stormy seas and existence and discover the power of reclaiming your and our inner wildness. Because I believe we all have a wildness inside of us. Yeah, that so. energy is so, so great to capture and get excited about. Um, when you started to discover yours, I like how you said your wildness, what did you find that it was? That I'm a very determined, courageous hardworking person who was tired of listening, letting society put me down and tell me that I could no longer or wasn't able to succeed because I had a disability. And that's what I tell others when I talk to them as well, is that there's always a way to keep moving forward and to recognize your own strengths. Because we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses, but we all have strengths. And it's better to be able to focus on our strengths instead of our weaknesses. Yeah, it's really easy for other people to find those weaknesses and point them out, right? And sometimes yeah. even within a grocery line, sometimes you, you just are shocked at what people can say in just small interactions. And on the flip side of that, within that same grocery line, you can find people mm -hmm. that share just beauty and hope and light. And it, it's just so interesting, the, the choices that we make and how we're going to um, approach a day, approach an event, approach maybe even the next hour. We have our decisions. Have you ever woken up in the morning and, and you know, challenges of the morning start? Do you keep that attitude through the day? Or does it, do you take a minute and say, wait a minute, I don't have to remain in this type of a day. I can actually change things. How does it happen for you? Right. Thank you. Well, as for myself, I wake up every morning. As soon as I wake up, regardless of exactly how I feel when I wake up, I say positive affirmations to myself every morning. I am powerful. I am strong. I am courageous. I can succeed. I will succeed. I am succeeding. I am powerful. Today will be a good day. Tell yourself that a few times and then look in the mirror. Tell yourself that a few times every day. And after a while, you won't necessarily need to say it so often. You will, it would just be a part of who you are. It will, over, it will take away the negative thoughts you may have and it will replace them with positive thoughts most often. Agreed. You, everybody, you need to realize that power well you don't need to know it's i hope people to realize the power to break free from these norms the social norms and to confront your fears heal from past traumas and live a more fulfilling and authentic life 
being authentic with ourselves and others, being true to ourselves is the, is the most important. Yes, that it takes a lot to really be honest <clears throat> with what what our strengths are and to be honest, what our fear, our weaknesses and, and fears are. And when we start to share those positivities within ourselves, we do, we start to believe it. And because we believe it, we start to take action. And because we're taking action, it reaffirms what the belief was, what the positivity started in the first place. It's a, it's a beautiful cycle and they feed upon each other and the exact opposite can happen, which we're really good at when it comes mm -hmm. to the negativity. We're really like, we're, we're well-practiced. So let's try the other way. Let's, let's right. have an opposite day. <laughs> and that's right. something really fun to, to share with with people and just just say, well, you know what? Why don't you try it? And just see for yourself what you can do, how things can change. There is such positivity within life and it is how we approach it to know or find that positivity every day. In, in keep on in the idea of keep on walking, that's really physically putting one step in front of the other. It's emotionally putting one step in front of the other. It's spiritually doing the same. And mm -hmm. all of those combinations really make the change. But yes. I'm sure it starts small. How did it start for you? Well, we all need to st stop and take one step at a time because you don't even the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step i'm not sure exactly who it was. i believe it was lao zhu a chinese philosopher i believe um who said it many years ago um so yeah we all need to make one small step at a time because yeah we can't make a thousand miles in one step you know <laughs> Being sure, being sure what your um, goals are. Make set some goals for yourself. Even if it is, I'm going to get out of bed this morning in the morning, and I'm going to get a shower the first thing. Or, you know, some people don't. Um, I'm going to put my shoes next to my bed. So that, uh, as soon as I get up, I'll put my shoes on and be able to go for a walk in the morning instead of going straight to the computer. I'm going yeah. to reach out and call somebody I haven't called in a while. Yes, they could call me as well, but I'm going to reach out and be the first person. Love those very simple acts that remind us the one step of the thousand mile journey really has to do with a choice that happens. And I love how you say within the morning, everything is fresh and new. And you have the whole day laid out before you. When we make a decision like that, it's going to start just something so much better than we had prior. It's just powerful to know that the small and simple ways, great things come about. Um, so for yourself, with a, a very physical disability, and now standing on the stage and speaking, do people ask you about your physical disability or do they just want to, like, what do they want to know about Sheldon? Well, that would depend about, that would depend, sorry, one second.
<clears throat> that would depend upon my audience. Um, but most often, the older I get, the less often people would ask. But when I was younger, everybody would ask me, oh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What happened to you? Um, well, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, what happened to me is that I was born with a physical disability. Um, so there's nothing really wrong with me either. So that's what happened. And that's what that's the thing that people used to ask me. But no, people don't ask anymore. Society, I feel, is after becoming much better with um, being more open-minded in general. There's still quite a few people who are not and still can be opened up a lot more. But no, they just ask me, how do I get through each day? How do I face struggles? How do I deal with difficult times? And I, my answer usually is really the same thing. Is like, I'm glad that I went through the terrible times that I did in the past. I'm glad that they're over, but I'm glad that I went through them because it taught me how to be strong enough and determined and independent enough to be able to do for myself. Wonderfully put. When we have that ability and discover that it was with us the whole time, it always feels like Dorothy in Kansas, right? Mm -hmm. You just think, oh, it was all, it was all here. And the experience peels back the layers to understanding or to find it. Wow. It really was right here. I love mm -hmm. how you go and you speak on the stage, how you are a published author and how you share this story out mm -hmm. for the world. So in speaking about that, um, keep on walking. Where would be the best place that we could find this book? This book is currently available on Amazon. It's in paperback. It's an ebook. It's actually a hardcover book as well. So on Amazon is mostly where you would find it now. Um, I could ship it to you as well. Uh, I do have copies of my own home. If you were looking for um, a signed autograph copy, uh, autograph signed copy, yeah, I could send you a copy if I if anybody's interested. I also am, have a, a course online that I teach. It's a six week course. And it really helps. It's related to my book. And my book's related to it. It's basically around the same topic of anxiety overcoming, overcoming anxiety and dealing with stress and facing obstacles and adversity and how to succeed and to keep moving forward. Wonderfully put. I hope you guys go ahead and grab a few of these great things that that Sheldon has been talking about. And you'll see running on the ticker underneath is his transformation, transformative thinking.com. So go ahead and go there, see the things that he has to offer. Also with the blog, we have a lot of different links there and we'll put, we'll drop a link back to the blog for all that information as we close out the podcast tonight. And again, go ahead and grab your copy of keep on, keep on walking it over at Amazon and that's a great opportunity to grab that and once you do make sure you leave a review it's so important to allow us to to see each other's thoughts about the book about their experience um and if something really touched you please share it with Sheldon because he would love to know there might be a story there that he could add within his own speaking about how someone else's life has now been changed 
because they read the book. Those are powerful images. Has anyone ever come up to you after maybe you've spoken or sent you a letter about reading the book and how things um, were related for themselves or how they changed? Has anyone ever shared something very personal like that with you? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, yes, the yeah, air for sure. I've had a, quite a few people actually um, message me on Facebook, for example, um, and say about how inspiring and how, how much they got from my book and how it related to their own story, or how they didn't feel comfortable doing certain things. But after reading my book, it gave them the courage. There was one person in particular who always wanted to be a singer. And she finally allowed herself to get on stage and perform. And she she was it felt great ever since about how many, how much feedback that she's received just by reading my book and getting herself courage to be on stage. So yeah, it, just to know that I'm able to share my message helps other people feel empowered to share their own. So. That's wonderful. And it would be interesting to know, and maybe you've had this conversation, um, what your dad now might think about everything, where he told you that there was no value <clears throat> for yourself and mm. how you've changed. What would that conversation look like? Well, my father, um, we completely repaired our relationship within the last few years after I wrote my book he read my book I wasn't going to give him my copy of my book at all I was after basically um, breaking ties with him and I wasn't going to have no more uh, um, attraction no more um, attachment to him but um I decided finally to give him a copy of my book when I first when I first wrote it and our lives really changed since then. Unfortunately, um, he died in February, and um, but I was there. I was there in, in the hospital when he died. I was the last person he spoke to, the last person he seen, and it was um, quite the um, healing experience for me because most of my life because of the way he treated me. There's a lot more to my story that it's, it's mostly in the book and I speak about. But, um, yeah, so we really, really appeared our relationship and I'm glad that we did because tell your people that you're closer that you loved him because you never know. Because most of my yeah. life I wanted, most of my life I, I kind of wished that he was dead. But when he did die, I completely, it completely changed my way of thinking. Oh, not everyone gets that opportunity. And I am so glad that you had that opportunity to repair, to find healing, and then to be there as he passed on. Not everyone can, but that is such an honor mm -hmm. that, that you were able to. And so um, that's very sweet and very tender moment because now as, as things move forward, your opportunity to share now that part of the story is another addition that somebody else possibly really needed. I know our families and needing to repair and rebuild relationships 
Yeah, it impacts all of us. And so I'm thrilled that you were able to have that moment. I'm sure I'm sure you wish there were, there was more time, but yeah. with the repair and the healing that happened, you can share that hope with someone else. And that's very powerful. So, wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing something so personal and deep with all of us tonight on the Beacon of Light podcast. So again, his name is Sheldon Crocker. Grab that book of his called Keep On Walking because again, a thousand mile journey does start with at least one step. And as you continue, you can look back and reflect, wow, we are actually, we're actually going to make it. So that's yes. a fantastic thing. That's wonderful. Any kind of closing thoughts you'd like to share with us tonight, Sheldon? You know, I struggled before um, I started this podcast to come up with, to make it very concise because I just so much I would like to say. But I will say by sharing your own story and experiences, you can inspire hope and empower others. Speak openly about your struggles and how you've managed to rise above limitations. Dismantle stigma surrounding mental health and encourage others to seek support. Together, we can create an environment where everyone feels accepted and empowered. Thank you, Sheldon. Uh, we will close that up with that tonight. Again, grab his book on Amazon. Go ahead and look on the ticker below and connect with him through his website. Thank you again, Sheldon, for being a part of the Beacon of Light podcast. Join us again next week. And if you're not able to be here live, go ahead and hit that replay. And as always, like and subscribe on the YouTube channel so that we can share this hope and light and amplify it for all of the world. Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs>